just got a real sense tonight that, uh, you know, even in times of what Judy Bowl was saying, there's some ropes of lies that the Lord wants to break off of us. Because the truth is, we really do serve an awesome God. We do praise a truly extravagant God. I feel like, you know, the enemy comes with these lies convincing us that everything that God did in Christ Jesus is not enough. If you notice when the angels came and announced the coming of Jesus, they say rejoice for I bring you good news of glad tidings and peace to all men. You know, and I was just sensing that there's some things the Lord just wants to just break off. You know, there's one song that we're singing early on tonight about new revelation, Lord. And the way I caught that was I like to give you a different perspective and take the weight off of you of what the enemy is trying to convince you of. Because it is good news and it is of glad tidings and it is of peace to all men. You know, this is what Colossians says, says for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ and through him God reconciled everything to himself now you notice what he says right he reconciled everything to himself he didn't say some things he said all things and he says he made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. He made peace in heaven and on earth by His blood. So as far as the Father is concerned, He's made peace. The question is, do we want to receive it? Do you want to walk in it? That's the invitation. That's the gift that the Father is offering. He's saying, I'm not sitting up there angry. Because I sent my son so that I can bring peace and good news and glad tidings to all men. That I have shed my son's blood that you may have peace with me. Just think about a king whose subjects went haywire. Okay, they went renegade. But instead what the king said is, I'm going to send out an invitation that says 
that I have already made peace with you. And you're welcome in my kingdom. The question is whether you want to get that piece of paper and receive it as a pardon from the king himself. And then he goes on and says, this includes you who were once far away from God. How many people can remember that? I remember that. I was once far away from God. And he says, you are his enemies. I mean, just the thought of that. That I was God's enemy at one point. So you are his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Now I want you to think about that perspective. This is the word. I'm not, this is not the African's opinion. This is the revelation, the message that was given to Paul the Apostle. That he was willing to die for it. He said, do you think I'm getting persecuted because I'm preaching a little bit about the cross? He said, no. I'm preaching the cross and the fullness of the cross. And I'm preaching the blood of Jesus and the grace and the gift of God. And they're persecuting me left and right because of that message. Because Satan says, you have to pay. There has to be a ransom. Which is true. But the ransom has been taken care of. So we stand before him without fault, without blame. That is our standing before him. Because he has made peace with us. We're no longer his enemies. So when you come, you can come into his presence with such confidence. Knowing that you have peace with the almighty God. That's why Paul screamed at the Galatians saying, who has bewitched you? How do you start from grace and end up with works? Because he started as a gift from the Father. It was a free gift and a free invitation. I'm going to keep on reading. It gets even better. It says, but you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. Now think about that. This is by you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. What truth is Paul talking about? The same way when you were far away from God and you heard the gospel of the good news and you felt a conviction in your heart because of the Holy Spirit and you came forward and you said, Jesus, I am truly a fault. I'm truly a sinner. Please forgive me. Let your blood wash over me. At that moment, all you did was believe and receive on the finished work of Christ. And Paul is saying, the same way you begun, stay in it. Stay in that faith. Stay in that belief. 
And do not waver from it. Because the enemy will try to come and steal it. I promise you. Say, oh, you got to do some more. You have to add some more to it. There is nothing more we can add. And there's nothing we can take away. Amen? <laughs> it says, but you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance. Assurance just means without doubt. That's what the word assurance means, without doubt. So don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. So whatever you had in the beginning, the Father saying, continue in that. And stand firm in it. You stand absolutely faultless before the Father. That's how he sees us. That's how he looks at us. And that's why when he step into his presence, he can step into it with extravagant joy. Knowing that he's gonna, not going to sit there and nitpick on you. He said, I've already, already had peace with you. I'm not at war with you. You know, I just felt like the Lord saying, you know, just allow that truth to really take root in your life. Just allow it to go so deep in the rock of your salvation. This is the truth. That's what she says. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. He repeats it over and over. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I am the bread of life. I am the one who's come from up there. I'm the one who's seen the Father. I'm the one who goes and prepares a place for you. I am the one who will present you before the Father faultless and without blame, as he says in the book of Jude. That's the assurance that we have. That is the assurance that we have. That is the message that came from heaven. It is the same message that was preached all over the world. That we Gentiles can stand into the presence of the Lord. goes on in Corinthians says this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person just period you become a new person I'm a new person I'm not what I was since the old life is gone a new life has begun and all of this is a gift from God. Who brought you? Who brought you back to himself through Christ? 
because of that, I hear the Holy Spirit saying, believe, believe, believe on the good news that was preached. Believe, believe on that good news that was preached. We have been called to reconcile the world because we stand as, a, as ambassadors of Christ Jesus himself. Not because we, you know I mean, not because we've done something right, but because we just received the message and we believed it. And once we believed it, therefore, he says, now you go forward and preach the good news of peace to all men. Because he goes and says, God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Think about that. He gave us that. He gave us that. That's the message. That is the truth that comes from heaven. The devil is a liar. Will always be a liar. There is no truth in him. Amen. And Paul says, I am not ashamed of it, this message. For I know the one in whom I trust. And I'm sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day he returns. That's the news. <laughs> that is the news. That is the good news. So I just sense the Lord saying, I just want to shed that heaviness off of you. I want to break and blow my fresh wind on you. The wind of my grace, the wind of my love. That you do not have to carry what he's not given you. All he says, I've given you the good news, that's it. You carry that and you give it out. Amen. So I just want to encourage you, just stand on your feet. Just stand to your feet. And just allow, just right now, just allow, 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 allow that wind of the Holy Spirit just to start blowing you. A refreshing wind, just that refreshing wind. It's a refreshing wind. You've had the word being spoken. And it said once you've heard the word and you've read it, you are clean as you stand. So just allow that Holy Spirit wind to start blowing you right now.
and see, see, see the Holy Spirit coming with His extravagant love and just cutting off those ropes of lies and releasing you. Oh, Basika. Oh, Basalateba. Oh, Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. How glorious are you, Lord. How glorious are you, Lord. That you have given your life on our behalf, Lord.
being released to the church. I believe in a fresh way for us to really receive the gospel in a fresh way in our hearts. Yeah. You know, the peace that the gospel has to give us. Because I believe the Lord's going to give the, the body of Christ. I believe He's offering the body of Christ um, an anointing to really preach the gospel in a powerful way. Because I believe the Lord's going to I believe that's what he's doing in the, in the earth today. I believe this is what he's doing in the spirit realm today. Is he's re- releasing fresh revelation of the gospel. And I wanted to just read this interesting verse out of the, uh, the Bible. It's in Revelations 14.6. It said, I saw another angel flying in mid-heaven, having an inter- eternal gospel to preach to those who live on the earth and to every nation and tribe and tongue and people. It's an angel. That kind of messes with my theology a little bit, to be honest with you. It's talking about an angel that's going to preach the gospel. See, God, God is wanting to release the gospel into the earth. And I don't, I think, you know, for us tonight I believe there's an impartation for the gospel in this room right now I feel like there's an impartation to be able to preach the gospel power here tonight does anybody here feel that does anybody feel stirred towards that yeah if you feel that come up this this is something that God wants to do he's wanting the gospel to be preached with power because there's going to be a great harvest of souls that are coming into the earth into the kingdom of God and, and and this is just on the father's heart the gospel is on the father's heart he wants he wants the gospel preached with power and he wants the church to we got to sort of get back to believing the gospel ourselves <laughs> you know because we got so many Christians that you know, we believe we're safe, but we we don't have any peace in our hearts, and we're full of anxiety and full of worry. Well, that's not believing the gospel, right? Because right. it's right. a gospel of peace is what right. Mar- Marlon just read it, that God has made peace with us, and, and we can live in his peace even yeah. right now. Right. So first of all, tonight, we need to... We need to receive the power of the gospel in our own life in a fresh way. We need to receive that peace of heaven, the government of his peace into us. And let the gospel be something real to us and quit being a bunch of beat up Christians all the time. Live in victory. That's the gospel, right? The good news. The good news. That's the first thing. And then the Lord just, just released a heart in us for the gospel message again, Lord. You've never had that heart. God wants to release it to you tonight. He wants to release it. But that's something that's on your mind and, and something that you're thinking about when you're living your life and something you're seeing God wanting to do with people who don't know the Lord, who God wants to save. So let's just, first of all, receive the gospel for ourselves in a fresh way. Let's just say that. Lord, we just want to receive, yeah, receive the gospel tonight. The gospel tonight. 
we're not too grown up and mature that we don't need the gospel. We need the gospel, Lord. We need the good news, Lord. We need to hear it, Lord. We need to hear it afresh in our own lives, Lord. So we receive tonight the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace into our, we allow it to come forth in our life. We allow it to manifest in our minds. We allow it to really begin to influence our thinking again. To influence our feelings, our emotions. We allow it to really influence our bodies tonight. To touch our bodies. To heal our bodies. So we just say, thank you for the gospel. Just receive that a moment. Fresh anointing for the gospel. Gospel of the kingdom of God. Gospel of good news. You know, it really could be the next wave of, of revival that comes to the body of Christ is a revival of the gospel. Wouldn't that be a good revival where the gospel is revived in people's hearts? And the gospel is revived on the lips of Christians. Lord, let it start tonight with us. Let it start with me. Let it start with each one of us tonight, Lord. Lord, we just ask, and we just want to receive that impartation tonight, right now. That's an impartation. We can receive it right now from the Holy Spirit. We just release that right now, Lord. Power of the gospel right now. Just receive that. Just receive it into yourself power of the gospel. I'm talking about you're going to become a preacher of the gospel. You're going to become a declarer of the gospel of the Jesus Christ. The gospel of peace. The gospel of the kingdom. You're going to begin to carry that in you. You're going to begin to declare that. You're going to begin to live that. You're going to begin to something that's going to happen in your life where that's going to become a focus of yours. When you read the scriptures, you're going to see the gospel. When you look at people, you're going to think about the gospel. You're going to think about what it says in the Bible. That you're going to make disciples. That you're going to, there's going to be signs following the message that you're going to preach. We're talking about a gospel of power. We're, talking, we're not talking about just words. We're talking about power. The power of God getting released. God's going to demonstrate His power in the earth. And He's going to do it as a witness to His message that He's releasing afresh in the earth. The message of Christ, the message of salvation, the message of the Savior, the message of the Lord Himself. So just receive, let's lift our hands to the Lord. Lord, we receive by faith right now. A fresh impartation for preaching the gospel. Lord, you said, blessed are the feet of those who bring good news. Lord, we're going to receive that blessing tonight as bearers of good news. We just received that blessing tonight that our very feet are going to be blessed. The ground that we walk on is going to be impacted, Lord, because of the gospel. Oh, yeah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's just receive that. Let's just soak in that a moment. Lord, you're going to raise up some powerful evangelists out of this group of people here tonight. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come in this I see the Holy Spirit like a, you know, a, a hen. I don't know if you know about chickens. We used to have chickens when I was a kid. 
and the chicken, the mother hen would get over these eggs and just, they, they called it brooding. So I don't know why they called it brooding, but they would brood over the eggs, you know, and sit, out, and sit on these eggs until they hatch. And I see the Holy Spirit tonight brooding over us. Like a mother hen wants to get over us, you know, and cover us. You know, and do what he does while this, this seed of God comes forth in our hearts. Holy Spirit, we invite you to brood over us. Cause this seed to come forth in us, Lord. Oh, Lord. There's power. You know, we need to renounce this attitude, though. Um, you know, that the gospel, I think we all, uh, you know, honor the gospel, but Sometimes you want to you want to be like this advanced Christian, you know, where uh, other things in the spiritual life are really important to you, and they're more you think in your mind they're more important than the than gospel. But that's really a lie. It's, it's, it's not. The gospel is not elementary. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything for us. It's the good news for us. It allowed us to really be part of God's family. Mm, thank you, Lord. Or we just receive that. Let's just receive that for a moment. Lord, we want you to commission us to be preachers of the gospel. We want you to ordain us to be preachers of the gospel. We want you to anoint us to be powerful preachers of the gospel, Lord. Lord, we ask you to do that. We ask for that impartation, Lord. I believe there's people in this room that literally will preach the gospel to thousands and thousands of people. There's an anointing that God wants to release in the earth. It's called power evangelism. Lord, we ask you those angels that carry that message just come right now into this room and whisper in our ears and begin to help us. Let's just lift your hands up. Let's begin to worship the Lord now. Let's begin to thank Him. Lord, we just thank you so much.